Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. Welcome. Thank you for downloading or streaming this, however you are listening to this. But please, remember, don't stop there. Make sure you share. Really dead <laughs> dead space there, huh? I didn't know. I, you didn't want to agree with me or I, anything. Yes, please share, share, like, like, share, share. And remember, you can visit us at Scent Church Volusia or at Scent.Church if you're looking for more information. But we love talking to you. We love hearing about it. We love hearing everybody's um, thoughts, thoughts, yeah, we've had, ideas. We've had good feedback. You know, and well, and you know, we love We've just being able feedback. to yeah. give you what you want. Right. Almost like Burger King. Your way right away? Is no. that Burger King? It's it your is, way? but no. No, remember, because your dad said, no, you used to say, this isn't Burger King. It's you not can't your, get way it your way right away. I don't know. I Whatever. think that's what it is. But it's our pleasure. Like Chick fil A says, it's our pleasure. So last week was a long week for me. I was gone all week at a conference. Um, I was not with him. It was a little difficult. So so I'm kind of trying to get back into the swing of things and and try to get into some kind of normal routine. And then we start, you know, we're both teachers, so summer is almost over. I start work on Thursday, which is... The day after this airs. Tomorrow, technically. So... So on today's show, what we're going to be talking about is actually the practical application of worship. Worship. For those of you that saw the title, it's not worship, like past tense of ship. And I didn't forget the apostrophe. I didn't mean we are ship. And I don't really, know what you meant. So I am I really just... trying to enunciate on that P at the end of the word. Yes. Worship. Yes, I want people to know I am saying worship, not another say, word. Say go. You're blowing air out of your mouth when you do that. Okay, I just want to make sure they know I'm not saying a different word. That's just how I teach it in found on in the foundational level. So let's start with what is worship. Ooh, I know what worship is usually viewed as. Um, playing your favorite worship band on the radio. Singing a song, humming a tune, playing an instrument. Yeah, and for the practically Christian, the practically Christian Christian folks, yep. uh, Worship is singing before the pastor gets up to preach. Three songs, no more than five minutes each. And And they have to be popular. And they have to be popular. Or it's songs we listen to on the radio, like you said. For most people, worship is songs, though. It's it's songs, it's music, it's, you know, getting into the spirit. I hate that saying with a passion. Yep. Um, because we should be not getting into the spirit. We should have the be spirit living. in us. Right, right. Um, living with the spirit. And although all that is part of worship. Correct. Like, I mean, that is one avenue of worship. Why are you trying to read my notes? Nothing. I'm just, I was, I was not trying to read your notes. I was thinking that should... Not be the one time that we're spending saying 
weren't, is that, do your notes say that? Because I didn't, honestly did not look at your notes. I keep seeing you looking over at my notes. Don't make me figure out different seating arrangements for our Let podcast. me explain something. I can stare and it looks like I'm looking and I'm not paying one bit of attention. I know. I'm sorry, what? That's what happens all the time. Oh, were you talking to me? But no, worship, yes. All those singing and music, that is part of worship. Right. But it's so much more. And the Bible has no shortage of what worship is. What different ways to worship, you mean? Yep. Okay. In fact, the Bible speaks so much about worship in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're not going to have time to cover everything that the Bible says. Will you but, give the practically Christian, practical ways to worship? Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about a little, you know, a couple of verses. And, and I really, again, like the whole point of this is to encourage you to go deeper, to, to not just be a practically Christian. Right. You know, not practically believe what you say you believe, but believe what you say you believe and know why you believe it. Right. I think that's huge. That's a whole other podcast, but I think a lot of people believe things, but they don't understand why they believe what they believe, including why they believe it's Sunday morning right before the pastor gets up. That you spend time worshiping. Right. So the, to start off with, John 4.24 says that we should worship in spirit and truth. Now mm. what's going on in this passage is Jesus has met the woman at the well, the Samaritan at the well. And uh, she's talking about like, so she's talking to Jesus. She, she, you know, really encounters Jesus. And then she goes, okay, so where should I go to worship? Because in that culture, in that time, you would have had to have gone to the temple to worship. Right. So if you weren't at the temple, you couldn't worship God because God's presence was only at the temple. Right. Um, so they were like, you know, she was like, should we go to this mountain or that mountain? And, you know, Jesus tells her there's a day coming and the hour is now at hand that people will worship in spirit and truth. Mm. And and what he's talking about is, you know, the coming, obviously the coming Holy Spirit and how we're going to have to worship in a, in a different way everywhere we are. Jesus tells her, you're not going to go to this mountain or that mountain. You know, you're you're going to worship wherever you're at. And that really is the the flux behind Paul saying that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. Because if you are a believer in Christ, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit indwells in you. Right. And... That's not code for, that means you need to diet and exercise. Some of our temples just happen to be a little bigger than the others. And then really enjoy burgers. <laughs> just saying. French fries. Um, but Jesus is explaining to her, like, how you're worshiping isn't how you're going to be worshiping. Right. And then Psalm 95, 6 says that we should bow down in worship. Now, if you read through the Psalms, I mean, there's so many different Psalms that are talking about worship. I mean, that's really what they are. It's a group of songs that should just be pointing your heart to worship. Right. So you can read your Bible and, and that's worship? Well, hang on. We haven't got there yet. Okay. So Psalm 95.6, I mean, we should bow down and worship. In other words, we should have some reverence. Right. Now, I know we've talked to people that, you know, argue about should you wear a hat or not in church or, you know, should you wear slacks or jeans or a suit. Really, in all honesty, we need to have some kind of reverence. Right. Like, we need to understand we're, we're coming to meet a holy God. Like, we're coming, like, and, and yes... The spirit is at my house just the same way the spirit is at my church. But but on the same hand, I mean, have some respect. I mean, 
Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not going to throw someone out of church because they're wearing right. a hat. I mean, I'm, but and I, and I think, yeah, I hear what you're saying. You know, and then Colossians three seventeen says that everything we do, we need to everything we do in word and deed should glorify Jesus. Right. So we need to be glorifying Jesus no matter what we're doing. And and that's a big one. And 1 Corinthians 10.31 says the same thing. You know, whether you eat or drink, do all to glorify God. And that's huge. Right. Because ultimately, Romans 12.1 says to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, which is our spiritual worship. And we don't want all those burgers to have you expire before your time and have the sacrifice come early. Yeah, but he uses the word living sacrifice. So not don't think sacrifice like a burnt offering sacrifice. No, what I was saying is take care of yourself. Right, but what Paul is saying is in everything you do, glorify Jesus. I got stuck on Jesus, the food part. Jesus is going to word it like this. Pick up your cross and die daily. And that's what Paul is saying. He's saying by doing that, what we are doing ultimately is worshiping Jesus. So when we do the right thing, when we choose to do the right thing, right. when we choose to you know, show Jesus in everything that we do and everything that we say, what we're doing is worship. Right. That's all you got, really? Right? I agree with you. So in other words, worship is everything we do that brings glory to God and aligns our heart with God's will. Being nice to your neighbor? That would be worship. Going to church? Not cutting people off and flicking them the bird? That would be worship. Okay. Going to church? That would be worship. That's Singing? Worship, right. That's worship. That's part of worship. Praying? That's worship. Yeah. Being kind to others, showing the fruits of the Spirit, being a godly example in your home as a mom, as a wife, as a dad, as a son. I mean... Yeah, see, because the problem comes in and it's easy to look the part on Sunday morning. Right. It's hard to play the part out on Wednesday afternoon. You know, you, work brings you down. Maybe your spouse Life. is bringing you down, mm-hmm. your kids, you know, school, whatever it is. Like, I get you're dealing with stuff. And I'm not taking that away from anybody. Like, you are going through things. Right. There are bad situations that are happening. Money's running low. Just turn on like, the news. Yeah, I mean, like, that'll get you down. You know, there are things you're going through. But the whole point of worship is to go, even though I'm going through all of this. I can still bring glory to God by how I'm dealing with it. Right. So why do we act a certain way as Christians? Because we do that to worship God. And right, the actions come from our heart. It's not just, it's not just on the outside. It's coming from a place of, of honor. And like you said, reverence to God and reaction. I'm sorry, reactions. Yeah, reactions um, come from a place of a biblical standpoint and not just our emotions. Right. So when you see that Facebook post, (laughs) you know, before you decide to respond, why don't you stop and think and go, is this going to bring glory to God? Right. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes you may get yourself in, you might find yourself in a situation where it seems a little combative, but you are doing something that is going to ultimately bring glory to God, but you don't have to pick every single Facebook post that you see to lash out at people. 
Well, and if you're only like seriously, if your goal, if yeah, your goal if your goal is, is yeah. to go through Facebook and just find post after post after post that you can interject your feelings into, first of all, that's not where you should be doing that. Like maybe hit up someone in Messenger or private, you know, whatever. Or and, ask to meet for coffee. Or yeah, ask and to go sit down and talk. Or or call them. I mean, don't do that just to strangers either. I mean, have some reason. If you want to do it, I mean, I, I would not go reach out like, to that's a straight. A, yeah, that's a way to meet. I mean, yeah. whatever. But <laughs> teach their own. But I mean, everything we do, we should bring glory to God, and that is, as Romans twelve one says, our living sacrifice. Right. It's going. I really want to punch you in the face, but, but instead, I'm, I'm going to turn the other cheek. Right. You know, it is like like you said, Deb. You know, displaying those fruits of the spirit. Especially when you don't want to, because it's easy to display it on Sunday morning. It's easy to display it even Sunday afternoon when, you know, you're home and you're still feeling good. But Monday and then Tuesday and then you get that extra bill you weren't expecting or your kid, you know, I don't know, spills grape juice on the couch. Or how are you showing God glory and worshiping God in your reactions and responses, especially in your own home, because you're going to send your children out to be the example that you set for them. And if you're full of it, it's not going to be a good example. No, but if you're full of worship, oh, it would be. Oh, <laughs> good, good. That was a nice play on that. So, I mean, and and we already tagged this in the Facebook post, but this was the quote from from this week. So, yes, singing is worship. However, so is preaching. So is holding the door open for someone, teaching children's church, mm. pouring coffee, getting chairs ready, cleaning up after things, fixing the broken toilet, going to visit the sick, feeding the homeless, loving others as Christ loves you. Right. Again, what we do is our worship. And Christ loves us at our most yucky times when we are unlovable. He loves us when... We are not someone that people want to be around. He's still around us. And I think we have to remember that when we're dealing with other people. You're going to come across unloving people or people that seem unloving or unlovable in church. I said a lot of loves, didn't I? Yes. People that are not lovable. You're going to come in contact lovable, with them. Lovable, huggable, squeezable, <laughs> kissable. <laughs> Love them anyway. Um, something I, I talk about a lot in my classroom um, God's going to send you kids that you are not going to want to love. And I mean, you're going to, you're just not going to want to be loving to them. You should anyway, because Christ is loving to you when you don't deserve it. And that extends to other people besides just teachers. Right. No, yeah. what I'm saying, that's an example I make when it comes to my classroom. I, I know. I just want to make sure that like that goes out. Well, I mean, I would think people <laughs> knew that. No, maybe. I'm just saying. Okay, okay. That's for everyone. Love people. You know, worship is is such a huge thing, and it's where our heart should be consistently. Right. Our heart should consistently be glorifying God. Because if you're not worshiping God, you're worshiping something else. John Calvin is quoted as saying, you know, our hearts are nothing but idol factories. Right. Not idol like I-D-L-E, but idol... I-D-O-L. Something like that. I-D-O-L. I've heard it both ways. No, no. It's, um, it's I-D-O-L. <laughs> you're going to find something to worship. That's right. what we do. Like, we love 
worshiping. And sometimes it's technology and sometimes it's our kids or our spouse or our job. Yeah, it can be anything. Right. It doesn't have to be something tangible that you can touch. You know, and I sit here and go, if you're going to worship, I mean, what better? Worship perfection. In Jesus. Right. That's what I'm saying. Worship perfection. Well, well, when you said worship perfection, I know that's something some of us have struggled with. Yeah. Some people struggle with trying to be perfect. I mean, I know you you went back and forth with that. You know, when, and everything I do. Right. You know, and I have never struggled with (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not saying I've ever obtained it either. I just, I struggled with that. Lovingly, no. (laughs) But Jesus ultimately says in Matthew 20, that he came not to be served, but to serve. Right. And lay down his life as a ransom for many. I mean, that was Jesus's worship. That was his mission. That should be our, our worship. Well, and that, and that's what I was, what's yours? Right. Maybe it is singing. Like maybe you are that person that can get up on stage and glorify God by singing. But I'm you not. may not be the lead singer. You may be the backup singer. And Maybe it's teaching or hospitality or creating. Right. It is serving though. Right. Like right. that is the model Jesus gave us. Serve others. Why don't we? We are so wrapped up in what can you do for me? Well, I mean, there's that saying, you do you, I'll do me. It's all about me. Boo. It's all about you, boo. Whatever. It's and, stupid. And seriously, our worship, that's what we give our time to that's what we give our money to that's Mm -hmm. what we give our attention to right like that's what our heart is taking up that's what our words are saying that's what our actions are doing that is our worship and if that is not going towards god it is going towards something else and can i say something no (laughs) well i'm gonna say it anyway um that and it may not always look like you working or do serving or worshiping in the area that just makes you tickle pink i mean it might be doing something that you don't necessarily think is your what's the word calling calling um you might be cleaning toilets and you have a really good voice well guess what you can sing to jesus while you're scrubbing a toilet you can sing to the kids if if you're teaching children's church or if you're I don't know, talented in making a really good cup of coffee. You might be a greeter. Offer people coffee. I'm just saying you can. No, yeah. Use your talents. Use your gifts. I mean, that's why you were given them. But you may not always be in that capacity. But ultimately, our worship is what we do with our time and and what we are glorifying in it. I'm saying it glorifies God, not us. It is where your heart is. So until next week, keep striving and look. Nope. Keep moving. Wait, I skipped something. (laughs) You skipped. So, I challenge you. Oh, challenge. Worship this week. Yes. Look into what do you worship? Where is your time, your talent, and your treasure is most people would say going. For those of you that weren't raised in church, what that's saying is, what are you spending your time doing? What are you spending your money on? And and what are you, where are your talents? What are, what are your makes you special? Going? What is that doing? Right. You know? And and really, really take a hard look at that and go, am I worshiping Christ every day? Is my life a living sacrifice or... Is it, it all about me? Right. And am I just going through the motions? Because if that's all you're doing, you're not getting anything out of this no, and neither is Jesus. You're wasting time. So until next week, keep striving, keep looking forward, keep engaging. And we can't wait to talk to you again. Love you. Bye, guys. Love you. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. 
For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.